Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Let's Talk 1943. I'm your host, Regina Smithwick, and we have Michelle DeKaiser over here today, and we're going to be talking about some connections, and we're going to be talking about mommy stuff. We have so much that we're going to get into, but before we get into it, like I always say, you ready? Let's talk. We're back. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I have to say, I was just grew into your intro right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, we're so back. Fun. <laughs> in the yes. I love it. Thank you, Michelle. We like to have fun on our show. We like to be empowered, uplifted, motivated, but we like to have fun too. So thank you so much for that. Let me go ahead and give you an intro here. Um, Michelle holds an MA in education. She spent, spent nine, excuse me, eight years and dedicated to the classroom before having her own family and three active children. She has also worked to discover her own passions, Michelle realized there's no one-size-fits-all program for moms getting back in touch with themselves. The true key to figuring out your passions and making your goals happen is to finding connections in a supportive environment. So once again, welcome Michelle to the show. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I am too. I am too. Anything to help my audience and be able to talk to some amazing people is a win-win for me. So let's just dig into the part that got me at the beginning was connection. So trouble connection or trouble connecting. So what do you, what is a true connection? What is that? Well, the true connection I think is when you figure out who, what you, who you are and then connect with that light. And a lot of us are so busy doing the schedule and the day to day that like as moms, we lost all that. And so we're trying to connect, but then we might feel like we're people pleasing or we don't have someone we can actually really open up to because we haven't, we don't know who we are anymore. And so it's hard to, to match those lights if we're not shining them anymore. And so it's really hard to get that till we go in and find our light again, because we all have it. It's all there. We are, it's all this little light of mine. I'm going to yeah. let it shine. <laughs> yes, exactly. But somewhere along the line, especially as moms, like we get that baby and we go into complete survival mode and we mm. kind of, make those bad habits of like, oh, I'm too tired. I'm too lazy. I, I, I need to take care of the baby. I can't do anything for me. And it just becomes this pattern that all of a sudden, like your kids get a little bit older and you might have these pockets of time, but you're all like, what do I do with this time? You're like, I have no idea. I don't even know what I like doing anymore. Like I lost all that because I just kind of went full mommy mode, which n nothing against that, but we ne then need to kind of come back out of it. And it's not easy. But you know what? That's a learned behavior from what I'm listening to. And being a mother of three and I had a set of twins, it's learned behavior, right? It's taught to you that you're supposed to be that right. way. Oh, you're supposed to be tired. You're supposed to gain exactly. weight. You're supposed to do this. You know, that's just that's just baby weight. That's just, you know, and it's like, who made these rules up that you're supposed to be like horrible and go through all this craziness? Like some people don't. And that's normal too, you know? Right. And that's, and I, for me, I, I ended up doing that, but I see that with a lot of moms. I think you're right. It's a lot of things that society put us on 
because we see this pattern from older generations where they were those martyrs and like mm -hmm. that learn behavior just gets passed down to us and at some point we need to be the moms to break that so we role model for our kids not to be that in the future right and so for me yeah. like even going to this entrepreneur role I thought, oh my gosh, I'm be taking away from my family. I'm not gonna be able to do this. Like it's too much, it's too much pressure. What I never foresaw was my kids wanting to help me with it and being inspired and modeling after that drive. My son now wants to either create his own podcast or YouTube oh. station about cooking. Like, oh. like that connection, like I was struggling to connect with my son before and like we'd always have these fighting matches and, and like just head to head. Mm -hmm. But as I started going, after what I want it. And he started going, Oh, well, I see mom, I want to help her. Like every once in a while, even help me edit a video of nice. you know, one of my shorts or something, just because he wants me to, to do what I want to do. Therefore I'm like, let's get you going. What do you want to do for your podcast? What do you want to do for your YouTube station? How do we do this? And that's the, that's the connection that see, that's the thing that's not taught to us. That part's not taught to us. Right. We, you know, we need to, like you said, what people get, I saw something on the news one time. It was a, a mother who snapped back as soon as she had the baby and she was working out and she was eating right. And everybody was like, oh, that ain't real. Like, yes, it is. She did it. It is real. It happens because she just decided and made that decision on her head. Look, when I have this baby, I'm not going to let it change me. I'm going to be who I am and just adding on that I'm a mother. I'm not going to take away anything. I'm just going to add surplus, not you know, to take out. So I think that's something we got to make in our heads prior before we have children that, listen, what kind of mother I want to be? What right. kind of mother I want to be? Define it. Because when we mm -hmm. define what we want, we have that vision. Our subconscious works towards it. But most time we don't do that or we listen to what was already out there. We listen to the noise of what our moms did or whoever did before us. Define for yourself what kind mm -hmm. of mother you want to be and make yeah. it happen. And that's proactive. And, you got to really do it. Mm -hmm. And also remember the that's why I'm so big on the connection part is you don't need to do it alone. Like somewhere in the site, we are like, we need to do everything by ourselves. We live in our little mm -hmm. boxes. Let's stay in our houses. Let's stay in our cars and not like communicate or connect with anyone. And mm -hmm. that's part where I want to bring more moms together because we do need to share. We need to share what's going on in our heads with someone else to get it out of us. And right. we need to make those connections and accountability to move forward because when we do it together we have that momentum i can go pick up some self-help book by myself but and learn the information but if i don't take the actions um it does it's meaningless and when i have the community and you get into the community to push you and and, and you announce to another person that you're gonna do this you're so more likely to do it than is if you did it very true very true at the beginning we were talking about um your light your light yes. So can you give us, cause we talked about a couple of things now, but can you give us some really nice examples or tips on how to light up that light again? Well, just the first thing, just one small thing to do each day is just either the night before or in the morning. What is one, just one thing that I want to do for myself today? What is one thing that I'm going to do because I enjoy it mm -hmm. 10, 15 minutes, but it becomes again, a habit that we start looking for it. And as soon as you put that intention in your mind, you start to see it more. And that then brings out our curiosity to, okay, well, what actually does, what do I, what do I enjoy? What do I want to do for myself and enjoys? And again, we're talking mm -hmm. 10 to 15 minutes just to start the process because you want to bring that curiosity out again, because that's what we lost somewhere along the way. Like, look at your kids 
and see what, like, look at the way their eyes light up when they're curious about something. You want your eyes to do the same thing, but it takes practice because we've lost it. So now we got to get it back. And so it's just asking yourself that purposeful question. What do I enjoy doing? I'm going to do one thing for myself today. That's 10 to 15 minutes long that I enjoy doing. And, and you said something too, in that, and one of the things you have to be is honest with yourself when you yes. do that, you have to be honest and open and transparent. So like, how can you be honest with yourself? Well, that's actually for my check-in process, that's the H. And one of the things I go with honesty, but looking really closely as what actually are your three core values? I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at a list of core values, you, you get these long, the list I provide is like huge. And all of a sudden they're like, how do I narrow it down? I have these ideas in my head of what my core values are, mm-hmm. but I've never actually thought about it. So that's where we need to start defining, like you were saying before, with your vision, what kind of mother do you want to be? What are those values you have right now and actually identify them so that every day you're working towards those values rather than mm-hmm. against them and not saying, oh, I have this value and this value and I have like 15 values. You really need to take the time to narrow it down to two or three and really work on that. So I know one of the key things that we had a show about was communication. It was a great show and communication is the key. Like they always say, that's the mm-hmm. term, right? But with communication comes with a couple of things. So it comes with you talking, expressing, and it comes with you listening. So I know you mentioned something about listening when I uh, read your information. Now in, in the scheme of things, where's that listening falls into this, where we're talking about right now? Well, the listening really falls into, um, especially as most time as we are so focused on what we're going to respond to the person that we're not actually listening. So your goal is not to like have um, an answer for them or something. Your your goal is just to reiterate what they just said. And in that reiteration, if you need to add something, or sometimes it's just that reiteration that prompts them to talk again. But you should have your response to their thing. You should be just summarizing or restating what they just said. So you're actively listening. And then if you need to make comment, make comment, or they might just continue talking because it was unclear and you might not have been clear on what they said. And that's where that your reiteration comes in because you are actually communicating with them. Then you need to stop thinking about what am I going to say or how am I going to respond to this? Or they need this information from me. No, they need to express it and share it with you. And that's what we're looking for is we want to be validated. And if you're so busy telling them what they need to do or not do, that's not validating where they're that person's at. Good point. So a lot of times when we do, and I don't know, this is just a woman thing, a mommy thing. A lot of times we try to fix stuff. So when we are talking, I could tell you for me, because I I had to relearn communications because I was a people pleaser. So I'm into the conversation like, okay, how can I fix that? How can I fix that? Let me let me see if I can find someone. Let me think about it. I just I know somebody that know somebody that can help you. Like my mind is like turning while you're talking, right? And listening to you, but I'm ready to come back and go. Okay, I got I got somebody that could do this. I I heard you, but like you just said, sometimes they just want you to say, okay, you're saying that you feel this, 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 and this. Yeah, that's how I feel. Okay, so what makes you feel that way? And you and it's like open ending. So you're not supposed to really talk. You're just supposed to get them to be able to just get out what they need to get out, right? So when you're a people pleaser, you think you're doing your job by fixing it. So I know uh, other people pleasers out there. I know when you listen to people conversations, you're already got 
okay, how can I make this work? How can I fix this? So how do how how do you feel? You seem like you kind of agree with that. that oh, I completely agree with that because that's where I was at as well. Um, uh-huh. But and the other thing is um, to remember that um, sometimes as soon as they stop talking to give that pause because they might just be thinking and not done. And if you take over at that point, you that's sometimes a part that people need to get out the most is after the pause. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're too quick to jump in mm-hmm. to say, okay, well, we're going to fix this or this is this. Um, give Allow for those pauses. And especially with the kids, like I'll just sit there and then give them a hug before I say anything and, and see if there is anything more that's going to come out before conversing back with them because it takes time to get the hard stuff out. And if we start finishing people's sentences and like, oh, well, they already know that, that, oh, okay, well, that's what I thought. Maybe that wasn't what they thought, but then now they think that's what they thought. (laughs) And that's what you're thinking about. (laughs) That's what you're thinking about. But you're right, though. It's a habit. It's it's a habit. It's a hard habit to break when you're used to communicate in a certain way. And I know being from New York, we talk fast and we are talking on top of each other. Like we are talking and we, I can hold three conversations at one time. I can be in three different people conversations and it's like a craft that we learn, but it's not the best communication because you're really not present all the way. Like you're present, but not like a person, like you just said, you literally got to be like, and there's no other person talking. You can't be distracted. Go, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I know. I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. What you were saying. So now you pulled away and if the person really needs you, they kind of see it as a, you're not even paying me no attention because you're too busy trying to figure out what's going on over there. So I, I, I had to learn a lot of different things, but I, I was guilty of all that. I just, that, that's a, that's a language that we have at home. <laughs> well, no, you were right about New York. Actually, I went to NYU. And so the four oh, years did. I was there, yes. The four years that I was there, when I'd come back to California for a break or something, they're like, you talk faster, you walk. And I talked fast to begin with. So like my walk and my talk was like 10 times faster. Like we can't keep up with you. (laughs) But it's true about the conversations, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Totally agree. So it's a lifetime of conversations like that, especially when you get back with the people that you're from home and y'all just start. And I mean, it's okay with us because we, you know, we know what we're doing, but everybody can't do that. Like you said, California is a more laid back kind of environment. So you bring that to someone, they get kind of like, wait, wait, what, what, you know? (laughs) So it's true. You're right. You need to learn how to just quiet and just let somebody talk and just go okay i'm just here for you you know a tip almost um as well is to um purse your lips together when someone's like just to like stop yourself from opening them like just Mm. like just just to remind you (laughs) not to like as you're practicing it because again these are all learned habits behaviors Mm -hmm. and the more we practice it the more we do it so even as I was saying, you were, we were matching my women's circles in the circle. We never like we just when we share in the actual circle time, we don't respond to each other. We simply hold up our hands and beam them an acknowledgement. And then and the I what people are saying, other women were saying about it was they've never like been in a space where you're always like, oh, I got to even validate them. Or, like there's always some sort of response you need to the person mm-hmm. and to not have that. They're like, wow, I was learning to actively listen because I knew that I didn't have to respond to them. 
I knew that I'm just there to listen and witness them. And then if they want to share it later on, they can, but like during that time period, we're just there to listen and validate each other. We're not there to correct or give advice or anything along those lines. That's not the purpose. The purpose is to heal and to get yourself out there. Ooh, I know that's so awkward. I know yes. I was just like, I don't work. <laughs> it's hard to get about your tummy, but at least you can put mute. And even if you want to say something, no one can hear you. <laughs> that is so, because you know what? That pause is uncomfortable. It Sometimes is. that pause that you just, nobody's talking, you feel somebody need to say something. It's exactly. like, is it okay to be quiet? Oh, it's okay. I didn't know. I thought that it means like either I'm boring or I got to fill in that gap or that's, that's awkward, that's quiet. Good point. I learned something today. So and well, think about this way is you're doing it with your kids. Now you're modeling for them that it is okay to have those uncomfortable silences. Some pregnant and, pauses as they call them, right? Yes. And so we're spreading that. The more we work on that, the more others are going to, we're going to change that, those habits that we have. No, oh, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to work on that. I have been working on it, but you just gave me a couple extra tips that I'm going to include into working on that. So let's it. talk about grace. Yes. Grace, I, you know, my grandmother used to always say grace and mercy. That was one of her favorites. Grace and mercy is a, a gospel song. So what is grace and how can each person find grace? So I might define it a little bit more than what other people, when you think of the word grace, but for mm-hmm. me, it's grace, especially for moms, just be the moms that they are, that we are all doing the best that we can. And so when we do come into the circle, we are offering each other that grace to be who we are and to work towards accepting that because we're all just doing the best that we can. And so that community, that that group, that sense, and that feeling that you get is what I would call grace in these circles because we're offering that to each other in this safe environment to share who you are. And again, it's practice because we've we've hidden ourselves. We've been so disconnected from people for so long, hiding mm-hmm. ourselves in our little house boxes, our little car boxes that to actually share again is hard. So, but to do it and then have that safe environment coming in, knowing that I'm going to give each other grace and knowing that this is what I'm signing up for. Now you're in a safe environment where everyone's on the same page and you're able to start that process and learn who should I share myself with? Because I feel like vulnerability is also that big buzzword right now. Yeah. But you don't need to be vulnerable to everyone. However, you do need to be vulnerable to some people because you do need to get it out of you. So it's kind of like learning where can I do that? So these are the baby steps to do in a safe environment, then being able to take that to your family, friends, and determine who it is that you do want to share yourself with. And so having that grace to do it and knowing that you have each other to support each other. So that grace is kind of like that supportive environment, like that almost like a comfy blanket around the group to help be secure together. Secure, right. They have that transparency and being secure in each other. That's true. Good point. So you already gave us so many tips today, Michelle, but what is like one little small change that we can do right now to implement everything we talked about today? I honestly can't, I actually got this from someone else and off the top of my head, I can't remember who it was from, but again, it is about the connections and we keep thinking, oh, well, we got to go join new activities. We got to go do new things to practice it. No, what you should be doing, again, the show is not necessarily should, but open to when you're out and about, 
maybe having that extra minute conversation with someone. So maybe when you were like, you go to Starbucks and you have that, just ask the Bartisa how they're doing today. Like starting that process of just practicing opening up with just small conversations mm -hmm. because it is again a practice we've we've been disconnected that the more we do it so you're at the grocery store and someone asks you where something is well ask them one more question give them a compliment it's just that practice of opening up to a stranger of doing that to make more connections because you never know where that might lead to right you never know where it will go and so it's those small steps and it's but the more you do it the easier it gets because it is all learned practice behavior and you may meet a new friend or a new connection a new work partner you don't know what you could do from you know a, a simple conversation there's a couple extra words it's a couple right. extra words just give it a try just give it a try so i know women's we talking about women could be talking about mommies but the women's circles and i totally believe in this like I think that this is a key to a lot of our issues and problems that we have because we try to bottle up and just try to do it ourselves. So tell me, why are women's circles important? Well, actually, um, I think it was the Dalai Lama who actually said that the Western women were going to uplift the world. And um, Dr. Shandon, um, I believe it's Shandon, um, she's, she um, believed in the millions, the, the metaphorical 1 million women's circles will make this shift the Dalai Lama is talking about. Because in these circles, it's almost like medicine, just coming together to heal the inner voice inside of us that talks negatively to us to turn that to a positive talk. Because mm -hmm. when we share it with each other like that, the negative almost like once you witness it and you're out loud, it almost gets rid of it, not rid of it completely, but it changes it because you have that support, that grace to help change it. Because when we try to do it by ourselves, that voice like, oh, you can't ever do this. You can't really do that. And you keep trying but until you rid that voice. And so mm -hmm. by sharing it with other women, you're starting to say, oh, well, this doesn't really make sense because we all are valuable. We all are light. We just have to find it again. And we mm -hmm. all have that inside of us. And it's bringing that forward again. And once you start saying, this is what I like to do, and you start moving towards that, and this atmosphere will give you the chance to figure that out. Safely. Right, safe, I'd rather say safely in a safe space in a safe space. So, you know, women's groups could be started just your friends, your girlfriends. Right. You can just have, you know, let's commit once a month that we'll come together. Either you want to do like a free for all, just talk, or you may have a topic every month that right. you want to come together and talk about, or you have a book you want to read and talk about a certain topic about the book. Like it's, it's no set way of doing a women's circle, but they are so important. And you'll start looking forward to them, especially when you have children, you just want to have time for just you. You know, I agree. There's no set way. The only thing that I, um, the one thing that is important, which is actually I in check in is intention. Is that you as a group set the intention that you want to happen. Okay. So, but you do need to have that purpose. So, but again, def define it however you want, but just make sure you do define it together so that you are coming together for that purpose, whatever it may be that you feel that your group of women need and discuss it. And that's how we start that process. Like you might want to be more of a fitness group. You might be want to be more of a meditation group or whatever it is that you want, set that intention for each other and that's keep it. that accountability. Yep. And that's it. And then you always be satisfied because your group already know what it needs to do every month, right? The attention, have a model or a slogan or something that y'all can all just always have. So, you know, you, you keep remembering 
why are we here? Why are we here? Right. So I love it. I love it. So um, before we close out, we wanted to talk to you about some things that you have coming up. And I know um, I'll go ahead and pull it up here that you have coming up soon. Next week, actually. And it's actually next week. So you want to tell the audience about your um, program you have coming up? Well, actually, right now I'm running the 12 Days of Genuine Connection. So if you just go to YouTube and go to Connecting Mamas, you'll see every day I've been posting a video with um, a guest speaker just talking about how to connect more through the holidays, which is lead us up, let, leading us up to these two women circles. Again, you just pick the time that works better for you. There's a morning time and an evening time to fit your schedule. Because again, getting back to that end and connect, um, check-in, sorry, is to have that now. As we're talking about the women's circle is to put it in your schedule. Because when you schedule it, you will do it. So even with your women's circle, your group of friends, you do need to schedule it. And even if you need to reschedule, that's okay. But once it's in the calendar, it's more likely to happen. And so here are two dates for you to put into your calendar. Pick one that works for your schedule and come join us. And the women's circle will be about an hour and we'll go through what I've been talking about, the safe environment, showing you how to beam each other, how to express yourself, how to share, and just basic to get more connection, especially during the holidays when we have that stress and that add stress and how do we release some of that stress? Well, it's coming together and sharing it and getting it out of us that does it. That's it. That's, That's perfect. It. That, and this is the circle. So ladies and gentlemen, or ladies and gentlemen too, or just ladies? Just ladies at the moment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Any ladies well, are welcome. But again, it's, it's creating that safe environment. And so right now, the way that it's set up is to have that enclosure and that safeness. And so we're living at the moment to women. Okay. Um, no problem. I just want to make sure. No, I, no, but at some point it might expand, but I want women to know that that's the reason behind it is that to, to have that women power and that connection to lift each other up. We want to, to invite and like, just bring it together and, and have that grace. Okay. Well, if you look on the bottom of the screen, I just posted again, it was rolling earlier, but her website as Michelle website, as well as her email. So if you're interested in joining this, uh, the circle, the women's circle, you have two opportunities to do it next week and put it in your calendar. And we go to her website. She actually has a little part on the bottom. You can fill your name and email, and then she'll shoot you over the um, zoom link. Right. So, so if you just, yeah, if you go to the website and you just go to where it says women's circle, click that button and then I'll take you to where you put your email and stuff. And then the zoom link will be emailed directly to you. And then you won't be, you won't have to worry about missing it. Cause they always send you a reminder. It goes into your calendar. Right. So it's a win, win, win. So please, if you are looking at joining a circle and don't know how to start or know how it is, or just want to figure out how it works, Michelle already got it for you. It's already done. You just got to click on the Zoom link and you're in the circle. Yeah, so you're in the circle. So that is beautiful. So um, hopefully you'll take a part of that and um, and we'll be back. Okay, here we go. So thank you so much, Michelle. You had showed uh, the mommies and women as, as a whole a lot of good tips today and to tell us about how we connect and how we need to communicate, how we need to listen, how we need to talk. I mean, you just, you went around the whole spectrum. You got it all in. So <laughs> that's really good. And before we close out today, do you have anything else you want to tell my audience? I just want to say, especially because we're in the holiday season right now, to be gentle on yourself. And remember the to every morning, just say what was one thing that you're grateful for because the holidays can get overwhelming, but let's enjoy them. Look at your kids' eyes and see what lights them up. And 
do not make the two lives too long. If there's something, for instance, like this week, um, this year I said, I'm not doing Christmas cards. It's too much for me. Take the stuff off your list. Do the stuff that you enjoy mm. and bring that light forward. Bring that light, open that light. So, all right. Well, thank you once again. Let's talk family for joining us for another amazing edition of the business spotlight. And if you're interested in um, spotlighting your business like we did today, you always can reach out. Um, it's always let's talk 1943 at gmail.com or www.letstalk1943. Um, yeah, dot com, excuse me. So that's my website. So you always could just put your information there and we'll definitely um, get back to you. So until next time, I love you. Thank you for joining us and y'all have a blessed one. Everyone do it. Put your names in. <laughs> put your names in. All right, bye. Until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.